Good morning, friends. This is Raya with your Lent podcast. Today we will be in Luke chapter 13, 1 through 9. There were some present at that very time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those eighteen on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And he told them this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put on manure. Then if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. What I see in this reading is that the people Jesus is talking to, the crowd, uh, seems to be trying to make this conversation about being a good person. Their idea here seems to be that if bad things happen to you, it's because you're a sinful person. Which reminds me of the story of the blind man on the road when the disciples asked Jesus, who sinned that this man was born blind? Was it him or his parents? But in this moment, Jesus seems to be reorienting their focus uh, to see that it's not that these people were worse sinners, that something bad happened to them. He actually doesn't say why bad things happen to people, but rather he makes this point Uh, that unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. In this, it seems to me that Jesus is revealing that it's not about being a good person in your uh, your own ability, but rather it's a question of will you choose to be in right relationship with God? Will you repent or turn your eyes back to Him? In the second part of this reading, the parable of the barren fig tree, it seems to me to be first a reminder of God's patience and then an invitation and an unanswered question. I imagine in an agricultural society that the idea of waiting for three years for your tree to give you food uh, seems like a really long time. and I. Just imagine that if any of those people in the crowd were the owner of the tree that Jesus is telling the story about it, that they would they'd be like, yeah, cut the tree down, get rid of it, like it's not feeding us. But instead, it's almost like this little plot twist, like Jesus introduces the vine dresser who says, wait up a second, like let me put on manure and give this tree all the nutrients it needs to thrive. And then let's wait a little longer and see what happens. And the owner agrees, which seems to me to be a testament of how patient God is with us. So we know that apart from God, we can bear no fruit. And it seems to me that this parable is saying that we are that barren fig tree apart from God. But now Jesus has come as this life-giving sustenance that we need. 
And the invitation here seems to be, will you turn back to God? Will you allow me to nourish you and bring forth fruit in your life? Or will you be hard ground? Will you harden your heart? Will you refuse my grace and essentially be cut down? And Jesus really leaves this as an open-ended question, which is unsettling, but I think it's meant to be because here he's revealing the fact that we really all have a choice to make and it is a choice. We get to decide if we're going to accept um, God's gift of repentance to be in relationship with him again or if we're going to choose not to. So I invite you dear friends today, if you hear his voice calling that you don't harden your heart, but rather that you turn your face back to your God who loves you so dearly and allow, allow him to nourish your life. So let's pray. Oh dear Jesus, come into our hearts and our lives. Lord, with your gift of repentance and empower us all to turn back to you, either for the first time or for the hundredth time today. Lord, you have given us all that we need and so much more. You are our life giver, our life sustainer, and you're so patient with us. So we just thank you for that. And so we say yes, Lord. We say yes to you today. We say yes to your grace today. We love you so much, Jesus. Amen.